0: Hello and welcome to episode number 26 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Mann, where I get to report you the latest weekly news from the NHL, MLB, NBA, and NFL. Already big news out of the NBA this week as the Chicago Bulls have, have traded Lowry Marketing. Now it's a three-team trade. They trade. The Bulls trade Lowry Marketing to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Portland Trailblazers, who were the third team involved in this, they get forward Larry Nance Jr. from the Cavaliers, and the Bulls get forward Derrick Jones Jr. from Portland, a future first-round pick and a future second-round pick. So, by future, pretty much means we don't know exactly what year yet, but... You know, I wish Lowry marketing nothing but the best, and hopefully he shines well with the Cleveland Cavaliers. But I think this is a solid trade overall for all three teams. So if you're a Blazers fan, if you're a Cavaliers fan, if you're a Bulls fan, or if you're just a basketball fan overall, let me know on your thoughts on this trade. And now into the NFL. So we got some moves that have happened earlier as the Philadelphia Eagles have acquired Quarterback Gander Minzhauer from the Jacksonville Jaguars in exchange for a conditional six-round pick. So, Minzhau, he was a rookie in 2019 who completed 60.6 of his passes for 21 touchdowns and six interception, interceptions while going six for six. While he went one for seven last season, I believe a, when he goes to Philadelphia, this should help him re his career and... I think he'll also be a good mentor for Jalen Hurts. And I think this is a solid trade for Philly as Jacksonville continues to rebuild. And big horrible news, JK Dobkin, Dobbins, running back for the Baltimore Ravens, has been diagnosed with a torn ACL and his season's now over. He got injured in a preseason game, and that stinks. I wish him nothing but the best, nothing but a speedy recovery. The New York Jets have acquired Sean Lawson from the Houston Texans in exchange for a six-round pick. The Texans, and while Jets and Texans are both rebuilding, but I think adding Lawson should help out the Jets defensively. And the Minnesota Vikings have signed safety Harrison Smith to a four-year, $64 million contract extension with $26 million guaranteed. Good move by the... Vikings. I think this will definitely help out a bit on the defensive side of their ball, and let's see how the team can respond this upcoming season. So let me know your thoughts on that. And I want and, I, and also got a question for you all: Who's your early Super Bowl, Super Bowl matchup and winning predictions? I believe it'll be last year's. Actually, I believe it'll be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, it'll pretty much be last year's Super Bowl. The Buccaneers versus the Chiefs, and I think this will go basically down to the wire, and I think Brady will win Super Bowl ring number eight. But you guys let me know in your thoughts on who you, who's your early Super Bowl team to win for this 2021 NFL season. And now it's a Major League Baseball. Got a few moves news to announce. The Cincinnati Reds have claimed as Jubal Cabrera off of waivers from the Arizona D-backs. I think he'll, he'll be a fine. I really think he'll be a fine addition for the Cincinnati Reds. Jorge Polanco, his tenure with the Pittsburgh Pirates is now over as the Pittsburgh Pirates have designated him for assignment. Polanco was once a very solid outfielder but has basically just fell off the earth after 2019 And I really hope he gets back to being a solid outfielder. But let me know who you think will sign him. Now, there are some teams that are close to making the playoffs. The Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees, the Oakland Athletics, the Cincinnati Reds, the Atlanta Braves, the New York Mets, the Philadelphia Phillies. And I'm curious to let you know, to hear your thoughts on who do you think are actually going to make the playoffs. I still think the Red Sox will make it. The Yankees, I mean it's the New York Yankees so of course they're going to make it. I think the Cincinnati Reds also have a shot but excuse me. Let me know your thoughts on that. And Chicago White Sox fans, I got a question for you all. So I was I was actually hearing Chuck Garnfine on the White Sox pregame during Fridays or Saturdays game against the Cubs. And he brought out this interesting question that I figured I'd ask White Sox fans this. Who would you take from your from the 2005 World Series roster, who would you put in the lineup or rotation in the 2021 team? Now, it was actually really hard for me to pick one. Now, if we're talking hitters, that would be a slight bit tough. But if we're talking hitters, I would do Jermaine Dye. It's basically just down to Jermaine Dye, A.J. Brzezinski, or maybe, just maybe, Tadahito Iguchi. My reason for Dye is he's always very solid and consistent with the bat during his tenure with the White Sox and his entire career. And I think he could have easily played for another few years. But if he continued to play till now, I think he would have been a, a decent designated hitter. But then it'd be hard because with most of our good, young, constant hitters, it'd be hard to send one of them down just for the player. And the other is A.J. Brzezinski because A.J. is a good left-handed bat that I think the White Sox would want. And as for Gucci, well, he didn't really last too long in Major League Baseball. He lasted from 2005 to 2008, so that's like four seasons. And it would have been nice to see, like, what easily, like, what could have been a really solid, like, Major League Baseball career. While he was definitely an All Star in Japan, but if we're talking pitchers, it's honestly down to Mark Burley or Bobby Jenks. Bobby Jenks because we all know he was a flamethrower, good flamethrower pitcher and I believe he would have lasted a bit longer if it wasn't for the if it wasn't for all those back problems or I- injuries that he was having. and for Mark Burley, he was just a really solid pitcher overall. He was a really quick one that I don't think any other major league pitcher will ever get close to. and he was always a two hundred innings for his career and I think he would have been very helpful for the White Sox bullpen. And despite how shaky the White Sox bullpen has been this season, I think Burley would have been fine. So, yeah, my top four, my top five, Jermaine Dye, A.J. Perzinski, Tadahito Iguchi, Mark Burley, or Bobby Jinx. But I want to hear your thoughts on who from the 2005 roster would you put on the 2021 squad. And now into the NHL. Couple rumors to report. There's rumors that John Gibson is not happy with Anaheim and wants to get traded. While Gibson hasn't been the greatest the last two seasons, well, it's not really his fault, it's more that the team overall just hasn't been good. But I want to hear your thoughts on John Gibson. Who do you think he'll get traded to? And what kind of value do you think he'll get? Let me know your thoughts on that one. And other rumors that Jack Eichel, he switched agents and another report saying that he flew to Montreal. He packed his bags, got his sticks. Could that mean a Jack Eichel trade happening the upcoming days? It'll be re- it'll be a an interesting situation for the Buffalo Sabers. And let me know your thoughts on that part too. And we got some free some resignings to report. Goaltender Philip Gustafson has signed a two-year one a two-year 1.57 million dollar deal with the Ottawa Senators while Gustafson had a 5-1-2 record with a 216 goals against and a 933 save percentage this season in his rookie season I think this is a fine deal and I believe he will be a future bright future piece for the Ottawa Senators And the other one another to report is Forward Sean Couturier has re-signed an eight-year, sixty-two million dollar deal with the Philadelphia Flyers. Now Couturier is absolutely underrated center, one of the most underrated in the game, and I and, and I like this contract, and I think he will do. He'll still do really well in Flyers, and hopefully, hopefully, contain to actually bring the Flyers into a playoff streak. Not only that, but for a Stanley Cup. While he had 41 points, which is still solid in 45 games played before his season-ending injury, I think he's a really underrated center, and I believe he'll do well. And one of the NHL brightest future stars in Andrei Svetnikov of the Carolina Hurricanes has also signed an eight-year, $62 million deal. So I guess it wasn't too awful for the Hurricanes to lose Dougie Hamilton because they threw most of that money to Svetnikov And that's a steal. That's a really good steal and a deal for the Carolina Hurricanes at 21. Svetnikov, not only did he have 42 points this season, and yeah, he had eight points in the playoffs, but he also scored a couple highlight reel goals. He did the lacrosse goals, and man oh man, is that awesome? While I think Svetnikov is doing just fine in Carolina. And I think he'll be a hurricane for life. And it looks like he will just continue to dominate. He is one of my favorite players. And he's also like one of the brightest stars of today's game. And speaking of the NHL re-signs. There are still some free agents. And I'm going to announce you. Oh, I- and I apologize. There's one more signing I have to report. Derek Broussard signs a one year 875K with a 25K. 825K, excuse me, which, which by the way, means $825,000 to the Philadelphia Flyers. Good depth. He'll, he'll be a decent third line center for the Flyers. Don't got too much to say. And I'm hoping he stays with one team because if he bounces around, that might be a bit tough. Okay, and now we're going to get to the top remaining NHL remaining. Unrestricted free agents. So the free agents that are still available are Arteman Isimov, Tyler Bozak, Sedeno Chara, Jason Demers, Ryan Donato, Devin Dubnik, Alex Galchenyuk, Nikita Gusev, Eric Gustafson, James Neal, Tuka Rask, Tobias Reeder, Bobby Ryan, who by the way is still out four to six months with a hip injury, Marcus Sorensen, Eric Stahl, And Sammy Botnan. So I want to let you know. uh, So I want to hear your thoughts on these. Are you surprised that there are some free agents that still aren't signed? I got to say yes for some. The ones that I'm still surprised that really hadn't signed a contract were Sammy Botnan, Eric Stahl, James Neal, Alex Galchenyuk, Nikita Gustafson, Zdeno Chara, and Derek... And, um... Tyler Bozak I'm surprised they haven't even signed but then again it seems like part of the problem might be due to the flat cap that the NHL is currently at but let me know on who do you think those teams will sign with and I still think most of these guys are probably going to get a contract but we'll have to see how that all plays out and now into my weekly team and reviews where I give out my weekly thoughts opinions and reviews on every NHL team and this week we got the St. Louis Blues. So the St. Louis Blues who finished who finished fourth place in the division in 56 games played had a record of 27-20-9 for 63 points, a goals for of 169, a goals against of 170, a goal differential of -1 and they were 6-1-3 in their last 10. Their top five goal scorers were David Perron in 56 games played, 19 goals, 39 assists for 58 points, and then Ryan O'Reilly in 56 games played, 24 goals, 30, 30 assists for 54 points. Mike Hoffman in 52 games played, 17 goals, 19 assists for 36 points, and Braden Shen, who's tied for third in points. With Mike Hoffman, in 56 games played, 16 goals, 20 assists for 36 points. And then Jordan Kyrou, in 56 games played, 14 goals, 21 assists for 35 points. And then Tori Krug, the honorable mention, and also rounds up the top five in goal scoring. In 51 games played, 2 goals, 30 assists for 32 points. And for their goaltending stats, Jordan Bennington in 42 games played, 18 goals, 14 assists for 8 points. A 265 goals against and a 910 save percentage. Billy Huso, backup goalie in 17 games played, had a record of 9 6 1, with a 321 goals against and an 893 save percentage. And my questions for you, St. Louis Blues fans playoff hungover. Will you guys get past the first round? Now, the Blues definitely struggled after in the 2020 bubble round and the 2021 playoffs in the first round. And first-round exits. What's it going to take for you guys to actually get over get over the hungover? Is it, do you need to add a tough guy like Zidane Ochara? Or do you need to improve the blue line, get another goalie? Or do you need another forward? Let me know your thoughts on that. And the last news to report is the Carolina Hurricanes have offered restricted free agent Jasperi Kokaniemi, A one-year, $6.1 million deal. So the Montreal Canadiens have a week to to match the offer. And it seems like Don Waddell is getting revenge at Mark Bergevin for trying to take away Sebastian Ajo from them. So not only is that it's a $6.1 million bonus, not a $6.1 million, but the bonus signing bonus is $20. No, I am not kidding. A $20 signing bogus. That is actually hysterical. Do I believe the Montreal Canadiens might match the offer? No, because right now, if we take a look at cap friendly, and if you look at the Montreal Canadiens cap space, they have a cap space of $0. The Montreal Canadiens have no money. So, Canadiens fans, I want to know your thoughts on this. Do the, do the Canadians sign Cook and, the Emmy and match the offer? Or do the Hurricanes gladly take him for nothing, for free? Let me know your thoughts on that. So thank you for tuning in to episode number 25-6 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Mann. Stay tuned for episode number 27. Peace.